0: Well, if you're not going to help around the house, you might as well get the hell out. My mother yelled at the top of her lungs. She was throwing me out of the house when I was six years old. She had a frightening, aggressive posture. She was leaning forward and was stiff as a board. The world came to an end for me. I felt an emptiness in my chest. I felt powerless and absolutely forsaken. It was a cold morning, and I didn't have a coat, so I took one that belonged to my older brother that was too large for me and left the house. I wandered the streets for hours and then, not knowing what else to do, I went back home. I am 60 years old now, and I still look with longing to older ladies looking for the mother I never had. I am still struggling to cope with old emotions. I still wake up with a diffused anxiety, feeling that I am under some kind of threat, feeling that I am not what I should be, that I have not achieved what I should have. Somewhere deep inside of me, I still see myself as a helpless child, a child totally dependent on an arbitrary mother that has the power of life and death over him. But over a lifetime... I have learned to understand myself, to reconcile myself, to deal with my emotions. I have found ways to heal myself, mostly on my own. I have prayed, meditated, fasted, and read everything I could find on how to deal with negative emotions. I have spent a lifetime trying to overcome the feelings of inadequacy, of helplessness. I've spent years trying to deal with the anger, the desperation, the anguish caused by the many traumatic experiences of my early childhood. Unfortunately, I found no easy solutions, no 12 steps to a life free of childhood trauma. First, I had to understand that I was emotionally sick. It was not until I was in my late teens and had left home that I realized that something was wrong with me. I finally understood that the relationship, or lack thereof with my mother, was not the way it was supposed to be. I found out, to my dismay, that mothers are supposed to love their children. They are supposed to take care of them, help them grow to become confident men. My mother was indifferent at best, and cruel at worst. I never felt love or affection from her. What I got from her was closer to hate. My mother was someone to avoid, someone impossible to please, someone who was ready to beat the crap out of me at the slightest provocation. In the following pages, I will tell my story, what happened to me and what I did to deal with it. It is not a linear story. I am not interested in writing an autobiography. Rather, I have extracted meaningful experiences from my life. This is also the story of my healing journey. It has taken me a lifetime of anguish and pain, but I have managed to heal myself substantially. I have finally learned to compensate for my upbringing, to appreciate myself, and to be grateful that I have survived. I wrote this book for several reasons. One is that I wanted to understand my own story, to understand what forces made me who I am today. Writing this book was a cathartic experience. I had to relive some very painful experiences, but I also learned to view them from a different viewpoint. I hope that other victims of childhood trauma will find some guidance and hope in these pages. We cannot travel anybody else's path, but we can find inspiration in other people's stories. Finally, I wrote this book to close a chapter, a very long chapter in my life, it has become clear to me that I have been using my story as a sort of crush to overcome my perceived shortcomings. I could always justify my condition using the excuse poor me, I was an abused, neglected child. Now I know that no matter what your background was, you're not bound by it. You can imagine and live a different life, one of your own creation. We are not slaves to our past. We can reinvent ourselves at any point in our lives. I know this to be true. For me, at 60, life is just beginning.